Okay, rapid fire rant. Today is the 26th of April, 2023. This is your mind ranting. The name is Crush. Um, let's get into it, okay? I'm, I'm actually kind of fired up about this, right? And what I want to talk about is coming to peace with death, okay? Um, I know there's a whole memento mori movement, and, you know, people always tell you kind of just sit and ponder with your death, but a lot of people don't want to read obituaries. A lot of people don't want to go visit relatives in the cemetery, you know, and when they go visit these people in the cemetery, they don't really picture themselves in that hole. And I'm not going to lie. It's kind of morbid that I do this, but I pretend that I in that casket that, you know, my carcass is rotting and that there's worms and, you know, just, I'm just falling apart. Um, some days I just imagine not waking up the next day and, um, this kind of this kind of came about uh, because I've been uh, listening to a lot of uh, of Sam Harris's reflection on death himself, and you know, wondering if if he's going to be sad about um, doing certain things that he hadn't thought about for years. Um, there's like that ski example where he went skiing like a few years back, and uh, he hadn't done it ever since. And um, if he was gonna be worried that he didn't have enough time to ski ever again. I can tell you right now, there's a, a ton of things that I wish I'd have spent my time either writing or uh, podcasting that was just wasted, which is completely wasted trying to fit into places, hanging out with, um, hanging out with the various characters and, you know, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. I, I can't go back and beat myself up for it any longer because I'll take more time dealing with the past than I will trying to figure out what I can do with the time that I have now. So a lot of that reflection happens as I'm picturing myself in that hole or picturing myself not waking up. Um, I mean, death is guaranteed. I really don't want to face it as a coward, Okay. I mean, I keep having this thought in my head of, you know, hearing what Brian Johnson's doing with Blueprint. And while that's all fine and dandy, I, I really respect Brian what he for what he does, especially for his uh, brain interface um, modules like the Flow, which I think will be some of the most premier technology to appear in the next couple years, alongside with Neuralink's... Um, brain chips but they're semi-invasive brain chips um but him you know doing his blueprint thing just makes me wonder um would would the value of life mean that much more if we if we extend it if means if it means that we're gonna sit around and watch more tv if we're gonna just you know bullshit on our phones right so i sit on this this whole idea of you know passing on the next day and i know my people that are all about the law of attraction thinking that i'm I'm speaking into the universe i'm i'm not but i know that things are unexpected things they may or may not happen for a reason um of course i do not welcome it i don't i don't want to pass away right away i feel like there's there's a lot more i can do 
Um, I don't want anybody to pass away, but I mean, it, it, it's going to happen. And unfortunately the best thing to do is to kind of just sit on it. I mean, I'm not trying to be morbid like, uh, Marcus Aurelius, um, talking about, you know, laying his kids down and then, you know, wondering if they're going to pass away or that, you know, wondering if, uh, he might even see them the next day. There's nothing like that. You know, I use that and then I kind of, uh, align some of my, uh, tasks, uh, that I have for the day or for the week or for the month. Obviously, you know, as there's that whole thinking ahead of, 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 uh, of a few months thinking ahead of a few years, but sometimes I think within minutes or, you know, hours or days where I feel like, okay, I got to get this podcast out. I got to get this article out. Right. There's, there's just things in my tasks that need to get done. And then there's a lot of people that don't really have things like that um, to hold themselves to. And believe it or not, when you have a project where you have something, something, as small as like an article or a post or a podcast episode to put out. I mean, it grants you purpose. And um, I feel like the time spent doing, you know, those kind of things um, aren't, aren't a waste. Okay. The most important thing about, about sitting and contemplating with death is that you want less regrets than the people in the grave now. Okay. You want less regrets than the people that are in the grave now. Not to disrespect them in any way, shape, or form. But there might have been some sort of dream, some sort of relationship they wanted to work on that they didn't get a chance to do so in their lifetime. So it's up to you, especially when you go visit your family members or your relatives, you know, to do right by them, to extend your mind to extend your body to the highest possible echelon that you can, um, which is kind of hypocritical of me to, to even mention because um, I know I'm chunky, but, you know, we're working on, on bringing that down, of course. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's important to kind of just sit with, with, with the idea of death it also quells, or not quells, sorry. It also kind of like takes care of uh, silencing the inner bitch. Um, shout out to David Goggins for that one. See, the inner bitch is that one thing that kind of keeps us from wanting to release a hot take on the internet, try something else besides, you know, writing self-help crap. You know, sometimes it'll require us to want to turn down the night with some friends to go record a podcast or maybe even writing a song in a genre you know nothing about. Um, spending time with your wife instead of writing, it, it could be used also. The inner bitch could, could basically um, keep you from building um, wonderful relationships with your loved ones. So sitting with this idea of, you know, we're going to die and, this is inevitable. This is a guarantee. Um, 100%. Um, sitting with that will basically kind of get you in the mood to want to do the right thing for yourself and for your loved ones. And sometimes your inner bitch, yeah, it's trying to keep you safe. It's 
millions of years of of uh, human evolution that are just trying to keep you safe. We're no longer being hunted by wildebeests or uh, tigers or, you know, being stomped to death by elephants. I mean, but, you know, there are those things in a metaphorical, metaphorical sense in the real world. And our inner bitch, our, you know, our survival system is just trying to keep us from, um, from dying, right? It's crazy to think that, you know, at one point I thought recording my podcast or writing online was going to be the death of me. I mean, yeah, I might have some, sorry, sorry. I might have some detractors. I might have some people that don't like what I, what I talk about. Um, it happens. Uh, but I don't think, I don't think, um, for one second that anyone can keep me from doing those things any longer because this is kind of what makes sense to me. This is what has been calling to me for a very, very long fucking time. And whatever it is that is calling to you for, for years, or if there's an inkling of something you need to get done, sitting with death and understanding that you might go in the next couple of hours or the next week or the next month or the next year will light a fire up in your ass like no tomorrow. Okay. We literally have one life to live. Yeah, sure. We might, might be integrated into brain computer interfaces um, or to AI systems. And all I really will have, uh, will just be my conscience, but I'll never get a feel. I'll never get to experience joy um, for very, for very long. Right. I, I could probably experience joy for another 60 to 70 years. That's being real. That's being optimistic. Um, obviously, you know, with health advances, it might be a little bit longer, but I can't count on that. The only thing I can rely on right now to kind of, keep me going is just the idea that death is coming for each and every single one of us. Um, don't want to, don't want to sound morbid, but, um, yeah, a lot of us could just, you know, use a little bit of a pick me up, um, by sitting with death and just, you know, reading obituaries. I mean, reading some of the amazing stories that people have passed, and realize that you can be one of those people. And I don't think you really want to be remembered as 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 much as, you know, some of these other people, you know. Of course, we want some resounding legacy. But the thing is, we won't necessarily be around to uh, hear the praises and the uh, tasty admiration that people have for us. I mean, I love Ernest Hemingway. I love some of um, Alan Watts's work and you know people will revere Alan Watts to be one of the best philosophers in in the western hemisphere the problem is he's dead and he'll probably never get to hear that he's that that awesome he probably won't know that Sam Harris has collected uh, most of his talks and has an entire section of his work on his waking up app and it's crazy to think that um, 
that you know I would have never thought Sam Harris would would like some of his work, but you know what the fuck do I know? But you know, Ernest Hemingway, you know, had his had his you know had his fans, and to this day still has fans, but he doesn't know. I don't even think Marcus Aurelius knew that you know his journal, his personal um, thoughts and. Um, yeah, his thoughts were going to be shared with the world in one of the most important self-care books in the history of the world just in the last 2,000 years, so to speak. But, you know, he's not alive to figure that out. He was just alive enough to uh, be able to do right by his people and to do right by, you know, his mind and his body. So... That's what we got to do, guys. So if you really need to go do those things, I know that's that's barbaric. Uh, just picture yourself. Write it down. Draw it if you have to visualize this idea. And then just think of some of the most important things you have to do or you must do in order to live a crap, a crap, crapless life, basically. What would you need done? What would you need to take care of? What do you need to purge to make sure that your life is full of less crap than ever? And I think with that being said, I would say that listening to This Is Your Mind Ranting is one of the best ways to get you uh, to wake your ass up and um, think about death. So in a positive way, of course. And then when the day does come, unfortunately, um, that we can kind of sit back and look look in the past and wonder how many regrets do we really have. We want to leave with very little regrets. And, yeah. So, um, just sit on this, uh, this idea of death, and uh, I hope you get something out of it. I hope that um, it shapes you into a marvelous human being. I hope it gets you to connect more with your loved ones. I hope it gets you to create more amazing shit. And uh, yeah, that's all there is to it. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and sign off. Mr. Stark, I believe you don't have much to say. I know you're just in here for the pets and for the loves. As always, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to This Is Your Mind Ranting. I hope you have a blessed day. Go ahead and sit on this idea of of death. Remember, we don't want to meet it as a coward. Okay, It's the last thing anybody wants. We want to kind of just embrace this idea that we're going to be okay. And whatever is on the other side, if there's anything on the other side, then, you know, th- there might be peace. So until next time, I'll catch you guys uh, um, on another episode. Might have something lined up uh, this coming week that is quite interesting, um, but I will share with you um, in the near future. Cuídense. Adiós.